welcome to the Not So Much the Neutral Zone podcast bonus episode. <gasps> bonus! Bonus! Maybe. No, it's definitely a bonus. Yes. Uh, the news might not be. Okay, well, we don't need to ask you for your response, Ari. <laughs> Interesting news this week. So, okay, people. Batten down the hatchet, red klaxon, red alert, everyone. New Star Trek! New Star Trek! I don't, I don't know how to feel, so I don't know how to I pitch know. this song. And by New Star Trek, we do not mean the movies. Frankly, regrettable reboot movies. Um, uh, uh, that's, a, that's a conversation for another time. Yes. We mean that they are making a new Star Trek series. It's Brand new on TV. the TV. Well, on the probably limited uh, pay-only pay streaming service that no one in Canada will have access to. But, you know, it's happening, apparently, at some undetermined point in the future. So on Monday, CBS announced that there's going to be, in January 2017, the launch of a new Star Trek television series. Mm. Star Trek. I'm excited. I'm oh, no. I'm I'm cautiously I'm excited, but I have realistic expectations, so I'm I'm calling my actual emotion uh, cautiously optimistic. <laughs> my expectations are so far below the basement they may as well be Stargate Command. Oh. 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 <laughs> Uh, mine is essentially hand wringing. <laughs> I am that. so worried. And here's the thing: like, I feel like the future of Star Trek, television-wise, is hinging on this one television show. When I feel like they should be launching seven new shows. Yes. Yeah. I feel like miniseries. Yeah, that's what they should have been doing all along. Miniseries or a Netflix series. I feel like they need to not just do one. I feel like they need to be doing telling five different stories at the same time. Star I think Trek they need to reboot it as like, like a giant television franchise. And I don't know whether they can accomplish all of their goals in one show. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have no idea what their goals. Are. Yeah, I mean, and that's the point too. Is we're so early on, we have no idea yeah. of. I mean, a lot is going to hinge on this. We don't know if they're bringing back any of the production team. Like, I will be infinitely, like, my cautious optimism will go up to, like, more optimistic optimism if I hear, like, yeah, the names. Like, if the, who is it, the Okudas, Mm, who are the production designers, or, you know, any of the old producing teams from um, DS9 or Voyager, you know, it's going to depend on who's involved. Yeah. Because New Trek is divorced from old Trek in... It's literally an alternate universe. It is an alternate Mm -hmm. universe, but I feel like a lot of... Again, like, there's a huge swath of people who are part of the Star Trek family, and who I consider, like, integral to television Star Trek, who are not involved in the films at all. Yeah. At all. And I get it, like, it's a separate entity, it's a separate franchise in itself, fine. But I think that that lack of... what What do we say... Of, of old hands being around it's it's that it's like someone else buying a, a pizza place that was a family business for six generations and then just completely remaking it that i think that that contributed to star trek being so completely fundamentally philosophically unlike old star trek as you know the existence of jj abrams but it's a different who i personally mm-hmm. yeah yeah, that's that's my big thing um that's going to be interesting to me is that we are definitely in a different time in television storytelling how stories are told on television is vastly vastly different than Mm -hmm. 
um, Next Gen, Deep Space Nine, Voyager. Not to mention the relationship with the fans. Yeah, and Enterprise, especially because Enterprise existed in this bizarre gray zone between when you had episodic television and when everything was becoming serialized, and it suffered for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's going to be, I mean, we're in a very, a time in TV history where everything is very heavily serialized, Mm -hmm. and everything is a story, and you don't get a lot of one-off procedural yeah. episodes unless you're like Continuity a crime show yeah. so much more important than it was even five years ago never mind 10 20 years ago or yeah. as far back as original track do we know how many episodes they've been slated for do we know anything we don't know anything yet other than the executive producer is going to be alex kurtzman um and that it's going to air on cbs's streaming services and that's all we know so far Interesting. and i think i think they've said that as an poke at their streaming services we've got more than a year to go i'll be interested to see how well that holds up the closer we get to launch i honestly didn't even know there was a cbs streaming service before this news hit no so and that that could be part of the thing is they're saying they're going to launch it on streaming and then oh we'll make it available for everybody after everybody's already gone on bought their subscriptions or something i don't know talk to netflix yeah that's a that's a bizarre move like if you're gonna throw money at star trek Again, like, that's the weird thing, is that they're essentially saying, yes, there's obviously demand for it, but not enough that we put it on the TV. So I that mean, people can actually watch it. That Yeah, that could be it as well, as it's sort of a, a bet hedging yeah. thing. Um, but anyway, so I went and I looked up Alex Kurtzman, because, like, I know his name, but I couldn't tell you what he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, most recently, he is an executive producer on Hawaii Five-0, <laughs> Sleepy Hollow, <laughs> he worked on Alias and Fringe. Um, and he was also one of the executive producers on the two new, uh, the last two Star Trek movies. Mm. Um, he got his producing and writing start on Xena and Hercules um, when he was in his late 20s, it looks like. Um, and his mm. some of his screenwriting credits include, embrace yourselves, uh, Mission Impossible 3, Cowboys and Aliens, uh, and the Star Trek movies. So, um, and he also did, like, he also did writing on Hercules and Xena. None and of this is filling me with overwhelming confidence. No, I mean, but that is the other thing, is some of these shows, um, Hawaii Five-0 is very popular, it's been around, it's in its sixth season now. It is, however, um, not how? good in any way. Yeah, and that's before. the thing, it's like, he makes, he's been making popular shows, but not necessarily good, good shows. shows, like... Well, Alias had some good things, it, but... And again, like, this is all also going to mm. depend on your definition of good, because, yeah. like, I hated Fringe. Tons of people I loved Fringe. also really did not like Fringe. I, I liked, like, the first five episodes of Sleepy Hollow, and then it lost me, but, mm. like, so, again, and it's, I think it's going to depend on who's involved yeah beyond him the producer is so important though like that's the it's an executive producer it's not the be all and end all no but it's the only consistent thing a television show tends to have because directors are different writers are different the well you get, you get the writer's there. room so it depends who they who they bring in yeah, yeah. Uh, so my questions are what time period in our ideal world where we're pitching our own star trek show what time period would you want i think we're gonna have the same answer but go ahead post dominion war same yeah Absolutely. I don't want to go back in time. I don't want to do anything prequely or mm-hmm. concurrently. I want to have something that starts in a new timeline where we have forwards. His- yeah, I want to move forwards. I want to know where we have some history, but that we're creating new stories. Now, I don't, I definitely exactly what I want. Um, I don't think it's very likely because they have gotten so much popular mainstream traction by rebooting stuff. And of course, that is the fashion now is to reboot stuff. But I also think that it would give them a lot more freedom to do whatever the hell ridiculous things they wanted if they put it in a timeline that has not yet been written. 
I agree that it is super highly unlikely. Yeah. Um, essentially because I feel like they're going to discard all of the TV and try to focus on a new audience that have come to it through the films. This is how Star Wars fans felt when they discarded the extended universe. Oh, Mara Jade. <laughs> Mara Jade. Uh, I think you can guess where I'm going to go. Original series, 100%. Maverick Cowboys in Space! But it has to be a different crew. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean, there's a lot of things in the original timeline that I would like to see written, well, redone and written well. Um, like, actual storylines I would like to see done, but written with, like, a modern sensibility to them, like, modern story structure and modern continuity and modern character development. Like, mm. the things that we now expect from our television and storytelling that we consider more sophisticated. I mean, part of my enjoyment, although you wouldn't know it from listening to the last episode, <laughs> of Star Trek comes out of essentially discovering either a logic problem or a new civilization that has a communication barrier and how you problem solve your way out of the situation. Because <laughs> I love problem solving. And that's where Star Trek and the episodic um, formula works really well because essentially every episode you're going on to a new thing and I think the kind of line through it that works for me is the relationships so I don't mind monster of the week so much I as I do monster the, of the week but no but but for me I need the relationships to work linearly yeah. like that was my problem with Stargate Atlantis fine do whatever you want I don't care I just can't have you rebooting characters back and losing yeah. all their character development. Yeah, and you lose entire in a new swaths season. of fandom. Yeah. I think I feel the same way. Um, I would like, like, what I want, what I like about Star Trek is when they take an as some aspect or some problem of hum of life, not mm -hmm. necessarily human life, because I'm not going to be speciesist here. Um, sentient life. Sentient life. But yeah, some, some aspect of life and explore the themes around it. You know, you take, like, um, a like I don't even I can't even think of an example right now. You take like um, like some kind of aspect of sexuality or an aspect of di diplomacy and explore that through character relationships. Mm -hmm. And hmm? sorry, carry on. Yeah, I was gonna say, and I can forgive I can forgive a ridiculous plot <laughs> if you. How give, long have you watched Hawaii Five O Four? I have watched Hawaii Five O for a very very long time, so I can forgive every ridiculous plot you will throw at me, like, if Steve wants to jump out of that plane and save a guy midair, sure. fine. As long as there is somebody there on the ground to have a conversation with him about his feelings about it, you know? <laughs> yeah, As, sure. And that's what, that's what I want in this new Star Trek, is I want really good characters with really good character development and really good relationships between them. Consistency. Mm -hmm. So, is there anything else that you want to see in this new Star Trek? I want space diplomacy! I want space diplomacy. I want us to talk about how we've progressed as human beings. I want sanctimonious, hilariously over-earnest discussions of how we sucked in the 20th and 21st centuries. Isn't it so great that we've moved past that crap? I enjoyed that about Star Trek. I mean, original Trek really liked it. Next Gen was better at it because it had overweening, hilarious 90s uh, sentimentality about the whole thing. If we could take modern versions of that and put it in Star Trek, that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. It's great that we move past that. We're still not perfect, but we have gotten past that. That's how we got to explore space. We're better now. I'm we can now, still get better. I've now forgotten what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else that you want to see in this new series? Um, 
I I want to see. I, I don't know. I keep coming back to the, probably the most successful series in terms of storytelling, which was Deep Space Nine, oh. where it had an aspect of everybody had a home base, but they could range out from that. So you could have stories that took place at home, like on the station or whatever, but you also had the freedom to wander around and explore and meet new people. And I really like that as um, a framing device, I think. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a good way to create... I mean, and you can do that with all of them. There's that on the Enterprise and everything as well. But with Deep Space Nine, you can have your no your, your large extended cast of characters who live on the station, and then you have the individuals that you meet when you go out and you see once. So, mm -hmm. I want yeah. a sense of the world at large, like we got it in DS Nine. Yes, I mean we get that more and more with every every progressive series that you get. People are part of the world, and world are part of, the world is a part of people. Mm -hmm. That you don't you aren't just like in a ship bopping around space, doing things, nothing really affects you. You are a part of the world that you live in. The 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 people on the ship are affected by the geopolitical tides of the galaxy or whatever. And mm -hmm. that's really important because that's how we actually live our lives. And yes. DS9 yes. did an excellent job of that. Yes. About telling all these stories and paying attention to all these things at the same time and giving you an incredibly well-rounded believable picture considering it's like 400 years in the future on yeah. a space station yeah and I think I think sort of in that vein as well I would like to see um, explore some new species like new alien mm, species and cool. new alien civilizations don't just keep like I don't want to see them keep going back to the Klingons or keep going back to the Cardassians let's pick a culture that we haven't looked at a lot um, I'm guessing Ari has a suggestion right now. Who would you like to see? I want actually you know you said the Klingons yeah I want the running joke about the Klingons to continue we don't talk about that uh, just one mention I'd be happy with that but you know yeah but yeah so that's that's another thing I'd like to see is like an expansion of, of the universe and like let's get some Andorian action or something <laughs> I want to see an Andorian marriage oh yeah Andorian marriages are interesting I want the world to be thought out and I want it to be clear that the world is thought out not just made up as it goes along mm. PS9 again did an amazing job of that they had everything figured out before they even started and it was obvious that they had it, it made it much easier to sort of slip into the world and just enjoy it without stopping every three minutes going wait wait <laughs> that makes no sense because of this 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 and this because you got the impression the writers weren't paying attention to what they were writing in original series mm -hmm. and i want to never have to ask that question again even though i know that is a vain hope <laughs> is there anything else that you definitely want do not want in this new series i do not want starfleet warships of any description because that made me incandescently angry in the last movie militaristic warlike starfleet nonsense i don't particularly want to see starfleet academy the tv show i don't really want to go and have a school-based series i don't I'm want that not... to be the main one but i wouldn't object to that being one see, of the possible numbers. Saying, yeah like if you were doing a launch of five different shows mm -hmm. yeah i think that would be a really good one to geared do. towards young adults yeah but yeah, yeah but like i don't wolf. it could be on mtv no 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 take back teen wolf put it back in the box <laughs> but no but King, that kind of the audience. 100 oh yes oh i still have to watch that one it was so gritty i know yeah. but yeah so i like, i don't i don't want to spend a bunch of time with people in school mm -hmm. no <laughs> you would like adults on a show yes please adults i would also like to see people more people on earth in this time period. Mm -hmm. I want to see Earth. I want to see what it looks like. We get bits and pieces. We get the most of it probably in DS9 and Next Gen, I think. Yeah, you get a lot from you Next get, Gen. You get a surprising amount in DS9. Jean-Luc and his vineyard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You get a surprising amount in DS9 considering how far away they are from Earth. But I want to see more of Earth. Mm. What about you? What would you? What don't you want to see? I don't 
how to put it I don't want to see a television series that is very focused on being a cool Gritty. Star Trek <laughs> yeah I would like something that takes itself just seriously enough yes. yeah. so you're not looking for the Stargate universe of the Star Trek franchise <laughs> Kim have I ever looked at Stargate universe <laughs> I think we all watched one episode and went, no. No. I think I made it through three and went, hell no. Not for me. Um, Who would you like to see make a cameo in the first episode? Alexander Siddig. (gasps) He's like perfect age that we could have him as, I'm sorry, we could have him as the main character of our our (laughs) post-Dominion War and he's a doctor commander somewhere, like some remote medical station and it could just be Alexander Siddig all the time because Julian Bashir is amazing. Ari? I can't remember what else I was going to suggest. <laughs> uh, Patrick Stewart would be cool, and I know he'd be in for it. I think you could probably get all... Anyone. 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 Absolutely anyone. Anyone would be fine. I mean, honestly, anyone would be awesome. Yeah. All right, so those are our feelings on the new Star Trek. Except, uh, Alex Kurtzman, if you are listening, you may want to pay attention to my pitch, which I've been going through the entire podcast. Um Starfleet HR. 